A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Get in the long team with a bunch of demons. We believe that human beings are demons. Oh, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. There's probably a, a balance between, I believe you have to know Christ, but... God is in hell. He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. My mission really is to just help people with faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are gods by faith in his son. Corinthians, right? Two Corinthians, three, seven. Victory in the name which is above every name. There's no exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme law. And Right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name, get out here right now. So put your trust in the sovereign king, who doesn't owe you one cotton picking thing, and yet he still promises to furnish his disciples, but we take what he's created, then we turn him into idols. I'll never back down, so how can I keep it in? But you'll never see me preaching the sin of TBM, yeah. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Master's Dog, False Teacher of the Week, Episode 10. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. So some of you have already been here this morning and tried to listen, and, and there was no sound. So I apologize. Usually I can blame a dead mic on computer upgrades because every time my, my Windows upgrades, it resets my microphone to the default and I have to go back in and change the settings and stuff like that. But that wasn't even it. I have no idea why just last night uh, the microphone did not want to work. So, And actually it was the sound, everything except for the intro video and I'm assuming the credits video, but everything I played in this uh, portion was dead. So, um, apologize. We'll get back to it. So this week's episode on false teacher of the week, uh, is Donald Trump. So a little background on why we do the false teacher of the week, uh, before we get into the actual thing. Uh, this is a podcast that I do simply because somebody asked me to explain all the people, uh, that are false teachers in the intro video said they didn't really know who everybody was or didn't understand why each one of them was a false teacher. So I have been 
I started with Stephen Furtick because that was the specific person that they asked about, but we've been systematically going through the intro video for the Master's Dog podcast and just breaking down each person, why they deserve to be in a video amongst a whole bunch of false teachers. Which brings us to today. Why on earth, Norm, would you put Donald Trump in a video full of false teachers? I mean, he's not really a pastor. He's not, is he really, can you really call Donald Trump a teacher? Well, the reality of it is, is Donald Trump has the largest bully pulpit in the world. This is a man that when, when he speaks, it gets broadcast everywhere. And he's got a huge sphere of influence. And a lot of the things that he talks about, I mean, from, I mean, he is, he is the, the evangelical choice uh, for president, right? Because his, his views on religious liberty, um, his stance on the life issue, which has changed um, over the years. And I would not say that Donald Trump is 100% pro-life. He is uh, exceptions for rape and incest and life of the mother and, and you know, the usual uh, 2% of abortion reasons to keep abortion legal, essentially. They, they use those little bits of things to try to maintain it. So, um, but again, he does talk about religion. He, I mean, here's, we have the picture of him standing in front of St. John's parish, um, in Washington, DC. And apparently, you know, the big brouhaha of whether or not he actually used tear gas and rubber bullets to clear out the park so he could walk from the white house to here to take a picture with a Bible. Um, so again, Donald Trump does really kind of qualify as a false teacher because the influence that he has and the things that he says, and I'm going to play a video here and just kind of break down some of the stuff that he talks about and why that qualifies him as a false teacher. So, and again, I mean, beyond just his bully pulpit, Trump has a very uh, cult-like following uh, of people that just Trump can do no wrong. Right. Um, again, I, I made this meme uh, back before the primaries, before the uh, this, I believe, is a picture from the, the Republican National Convention the night that they actually nominated Donald Trump uh, to the president, the candidacy for the presidency in 2016. So uh, but he literally does. There are a group of people and there's a, there's a, a to be fair, there's a, a cult like anti-Trump attitude as well, that there are people out there that it doesn't matter. I mean, again, we're seeing a a lot of people on the left that are like, well, if Trump develops a vaccine for COVID, I'm not going to take it. But if anybody else under any other administration, a a vaccine was created, they'd be, you know, first in line fighting to be the first to get it. So he has a cult-like following of supporters and he has a cult-like following of dissenters. And then there are those of us that, that stand in the middle and go, we can say okay, good job, Trump, you did something well, you know, in light of, you know, I don't really support, I, I'm not in uh, excited about the Supreme Court justices that he's appointed already. And now that Ruth Bader Ginsburg has passed away and there is likely going to be an opportunity if he gets elected again to appoint another one. I've never, I haven't been, I'm hoping that he gets a better Supreme Court justice on there than Gorsuch and, and Kavanaugh. But so there, you know, we can say good job, Trump, um, 
But we also have to have people who are willing to stand in the middle and go, Trump is doing some stuff that's really bad. And some of the things that he says, as far as from a Christian point of view, has to be called out. And so we're going to take a look at this this video. And just, I didn't put together this video. This is something that I found on YouTube, but it just had a lot of the clips that I wanted to. And so rather than make download all the clips on my own and put them together i let someone else uh, do the work for me so i i don't know who i took this from but credit to them thank you for making just the exact video that i wanted to respond to so here we go donald trump the bible certainly is one of if not i mean it is the book let's pray together may we yes Okay, so just starting there with with robert jeffress and this whole thing of prayer donald trump has surrounded himself with a lot of evangelical leaders, religious leaders. Um, he has named Paula White as his uh, spiritual advisor. And I don't know if she's still officially the official White House, whatever. There, She has like an official title. A few months ago, Donald Trump fires people like, you know, like nothing. So she could be gone by now. I don't know. Uh, we're actually talking about her next week as our false teacher of the week. But so he surrounded himself with these people, and a lot of these people that he surrounded himself with are false teachers as well. I don't know that I can call Robert Jeffers a false teacher, but he's leaning that direction in, uh, you know, in compromising things to uh, speak out on behalf of Trump. And it has happened a lot with with leaders. If you look at Jerry Falwell Jr. back during the primaries, and I, I think it was right after he got the I don't remember when. But there's a picture of Donald Trump and Jerry Falwell Jr. and Jerry's wife in Donald Trump's office. And as they're standing together, and I'm confident that this was an intentional thing that Donald Trump did, where he placed Jerry Falwell Jr. in that picture, prominently displayed over Jerry's left shoulder, is Donald Trump's Playboy cover, where Donald Trump is on the cover of Playboy. And it, and it literally, it is like you can't miss it because of the placement of that thing in that picture. And I, it's almost as if Donald Trump is going, I own you, and this is what I'm going to do to show you that I own you. You're going to stand here. I mean, he had Mike Huckabee defending the fact that Donald Trump has strip clubs in his uh, casino, or did at one point in time, had a strip club in one of his casinos in order to get people to continue to vote for Donald Trump. So you've literally got a... a pa- pastor or a head the president of a, a christian college the biggest christian college in the nation i believe and a former pastor and presidential candidate defending these these morally irreprehensible things that that does that i don't know i probably botched that word up these morally reprehensible things there you go things that donald trump has done in his past and now granted There's nothing wrong with having a past. I have a past. You have a past. We've all done things that are sinful in our past. But that's where the key is coming in and looking at repentance. So we're going to let Donald Trump continue to talk and we'll get to that point. I believe in God. I am Christian. I'm a Protestant. I'm very proud of it. Presbyterian to be exact. I'm Presbyterian. Boy, that's down the middle of the road, folks, in all fairness. It it kind of is. I I don't know which strain liberal, conservative, Presbyterian he is. He mentions in another interview that Norman Vincent Peale, the power of positive thinking, was his pastor, which doesn't bode well for the the 
the validity of Donald Trump's faith um, in Christ. And again, we'll get to the point, the, the key, the crux of the issue. But here again, here is a man who is claiming to be a Christian. Now, Barack Obama claimed to be Christian, and those of us on the right lambasted him at every possible opportunity to go, well, you're not really a Christian because of this and this and this and this. You held a a, a uh, Ramadan supper in the White House. You did this. You you st- took uh, Bible reading and stuff out of the Easter egg roll in the White House. And so we, the right was very willing to call out uh, Obama and say, you are not a Christian, myself included. But then we turn around and we get to this point and we're all like, oh, well, Donald Trump claims to be Christian. So obviously he is. I'm staying in the consistency of where my, of my worldview and saying Donald Trump is not a Christian. I mean, Seventh-day Adventist, I don't know about. I have great relationship with God. I have great relationship with uh, the evangelicals. And I go to church a lot. Always on Christmas, always on Easter, uh, always when there's a... Again, those are the people that most Christians criticize as creasters. Well, you're, you're not really a Christian. You're a creaster. You only come on Christmas and Easter and every once in a while, blah, blah, blah a major occasion and during the during the Sundays I'm a Sunday church person I like to do the right thing where I don't have to actually ask for forgiveness when we go and church and and when I drink my little wine which is about the only wine I drink and have my little cracker I guess that's a form of asking for forgiveness and I do that as often as possible because no Donald that's not a form of asking for forgiveness that is a form of of remembering what Christ did for us after we have asked for forgiveness Repentance has to come first. This is not, it's not a, a, a you just, in, in fact, what you're saying, and according to other things you've said, I don't, I don't, I tried just to do what is right. No one has done right, right? There's, there's none good. No, not one. None are righteous. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Every human being needs to repent for salvation to be applied to them. And if you haven't repented, which again, we'll see in, in a few, as few seconds when we get there then partaking of the communion you're partaking unworthily and you're actually paul rebukes you in in the word because i feel cleansed we were having fun when i said i drink the wine i drink i I eat the cracker if i do something wrong i think i just try and make it right i don't bring god into that picture if you don't bring God into that picture, and then again, there's the thing that he says, he said he's never asked for forgiveness. He just doesn't think that way. And I don't know if that clip is in here. I thought it was, but I haven't, we haven't got there yet. But um, again, that's, that's not how it works. You, you don't do right to make it right. You have to repent. There's not enough goodness that you can do to outweigh the sin that you've committed. Why can I pray for you? Thank you. Well, I need it probably more than anybody in this room. You can stay if you want it because you need the prayer more than I do, I think. I want it. That's just a lovely contradictory statement. I mean, he was kind of right. I need it more than anybody. And then he turns around and goes, well, you people need it. You press people need the prayer more than me. So again, there's just that, that contradictory stuff. And I'm not saying that you, that people, you know, again, contradictions happen from time to time. But when you have the, the influence that he has, and the poor theology that he puts behind it, it, it really is, it's a bad look. I just pray for Arnold if we can for those ratings. I can understand the evangelicals to a certain extent saying, well, maybe he's not as nice as we want him to be, but 
They also want to see the country be great. Why do you think those voters are drawn to you? Well, I'm Protestant, I'm Presbyterian, which means something. Maybe he's not as perfect on the Bible, but I did go to Sunday school for many years, I want to tell you. I get sent Bibles by a lot of people. Where are all those Bibles anyhow now? (laughs) Well, actually, we, we keep them in a certain place, a very, very nice place. My second favorite book of all time. What's my first favorite book? The Bible. The Bible is special. The Bible, the more you see it, the more you read it, the more incredible it is. An Old Testament guy or a New Testament guy? Uh, Probably equal. Proverbs, the chapter, never bend to envy. I've had that thing all of my life where you're... People are bending to envy. Two Corinthians, right? Two Corinthians, 317. That's the whole ballgame. So again, this is that's the clip that I have in the in the intro video, the two Corinthians, and it, there's a lot of jokes that are made. But again, Donald, obviously, we see that that he doesn't have the hunger for the word that that, that Christians should have. Does that mean he's not Christian? No, but um, it's an indicator of where he stands in in his faith and in his walk. And again, the fact that he has made statements that I don't repent, I don't look at God like that, I don't bring God into those situations, are absolute statements that say Donald Trump is not saved. Donald Trump is not a Christian. So now we get into the place, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just I'm gonna let the rest of the video go because we've seen everything that we need to see on there. So we're, we find ourselves in a place with the man claiming to be a Christian with the biggest bully pulpit in the world, the the a great amount of influence on, on either way. So what you get is you get either you've got children in families who are cult-like followers of Trump who see this guy and catch all this really bad little bits of theology that he does throw out. Um, well, I don't have to repent. I just have to do, I have to work and righteousness and, and blah, 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 and try to save myself. You'll get those that'll go, oh, well, this is what my mommy and daddy like this guy. So this is it. And then on the other side, you have people that, are so vehemently opposed to him and hear the things that he says that they, and again, they're pushed further and further away from the truth because of the, the way that he, he presents, uh, his Christianity or lack thereof. And so again, this is, this is not a, a statement on whether or not you can vote for him because I voted for Romney a few years ago, who is not a Christian. I'm not saying that you can't vote. Don't please don't listen to this and say, "Oh, well, we can't vote for Donald Trump because uh, Norm is saying if you if you vote for Donald, you're not a Christian." None of those things I'm saying. I've been accused of all those things in the past. If you want to vote for Trump and you can, uh, again, and the same thing, I I made a meme about. Christians voting for Joe Biden and sure a Christian can vote Democrat, but you got a lot of explaining to do in order to, to show why you place that vote. And it's the same thing with Donald Trump. You've got to be able to sit down and explain why it's the reason why I didn't vote for him in 2016. And I don't think I'm voting for him. I, I know I'm not voting for him in 2020 because I don't just vote for the party or the platform. I, I have to look at the individual person as well. You know, again, we had all the people who were like, Don, uh, Barack Obama's not a Christian and blah, blah, blah. But yet, Donald Trump is, is you know, a, a, you know, he can do no wrong. So that's the kind of influence. And that's those are the things that qualify him to be on this list as a false teacher. Is the fact that the things that he says from the position that he's in um, are presented as, as authoritative. And when he talks about faith and biblical stuff 
he is putting himself in the in essentially in the place of a false teacher. So again, I, I, I lost track of thought. I don't want you to hear this as the you know this is just explaining that how Donald Trump ended up in a, a video full of false teachers. And I hope I did a good, uh, w- uh, good job of explaining how he qualifies as a false teacher. But this is in no way set to influence the way that you vote. You have to make your own decisions on the way that you vote. Um, people that I love and know and respect in the, who are very much Christians, I know that are voting for Donald Trump this year. And that's their decision, and I'm okay with that. My decision, and I hope they're okay with it, is that I will not vote for him. So, again, that's not what this video is about. This is just to point out the things that he said regarding faith from the platform that he has literally does qualify him to be a false teacher and in need of repentance and salvation like the rest of us. So that was why we go out and we preach the gospel at all times and we use words because they're necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Thank mm-hmm. you.